0: Light that spark, Fire Nation, a JLD here, and welcome to episode 1535 of EO Fire, Right out with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week, and check out our free podcasting course so that you can create, go and monetize your podcast, Fire Nation, freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's shout with today's featured guest, Chris Stoikos. Chris, are you prepared to
1: ignite? Let's roll, brother. Yes.
0: Chris is a wildly creative, out-of-the-box-thinking, high-performance CEO at 28. He is responsible for over 120 million views, tens of millions of dollars in sales, and even has landed a deal on ABC's Shark Tank. Chris, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life
1: definitely. Thank you, John. I've been at it since uh, a very young age. I've always had an appetite just for creativity, uh, for learning how to make a dollar. And um, I've had a lot of different ventures throughout the years. Started off when I I did all the standard entrepreneurial things. I had a lemonade stand and a a newspaper route. But before that, I was paying kids in uh, elementary school 25 cents a pop to create crossword puzzles. And then I'd resell them at recess for 50 cents each. (laughs) So as I started to kind of get into all that stuff. It just carried on throughout um, my first, you know, couple years at college. I ended up starting an electronic repair shop and it went really well. So I dropped out and sold that. I flipped a house, one way drive to California. Uh, opened up a restaurant ended up selling that uh, I jumped into uh, a portable hitting mat for golfers that we sold a bunch of kickstarted a product created some software um, jumped into cool box which is what you were just touching on there on shark tank and then most recently dollar beard club with a bunch of little ventures in between so it's been a really fun journey uh, the entire way I've learned a ton uh, I'm always hungry to learn more and learn from the best out there to constantly improve and uh, yeah, I'm man. It's a little summary right there.
0: Well, my only question is when have you breathed recently?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, only in the last year and a bit have I learned to breathe. Um, started learning all about holistic health and how to take care of your body and mind and that there are solutions to every single problem. You need to treat the cause and not the symptom. I was like, wow, I can breathe deep in through my nose, hold down my belly for a little bit and chill out for a couple minutes before I get back at it.
0: I just did that actually and it really – Felt man, I'm go not ahead. kidding.
1: Yeah, no. you seriously take in a big deep breath through your nose and make sure you put your left hand on your belly and feel your belly go out. Because a lot of us breathe into our chest when we're born as babies, we automatically breathe into our belly, but that's something we just you know, we lose. We, we lose. Yeah, no one just us. But when you do that, it really calms you down. You'll almost feel high if you do like three of those breaths.
0: Yeah, I think one reason is because like we kind of assume like our belly sticking out, it makes us look fat, doesn't look good, doesn't feel yeah. good. But hey, just be Santa Claus for a second. Just, you know, have a bowl full of air, not a bowl full of jelly, and just really breathing through the nose. Let it go. Hold it there. Breathe out. And wow, we could talk about this because I'm actually getting really into this kind of stuff as well. I love just the holistic side of things. But Chris, I do kind of want to bring things back over a little bit because you have so many different areas of expertise. I mean, we're listening to you. You know, you've done the whole restaurant thing. You've done the whole real estate thing. You've done, you know, this and that. We talked about how you just got back from Panama recently. Give us what you consider one of your areas of expertise, and then within that area of expertise, just like you did with that breathing, give us like one tip, tool, or tactic that you think that we should know as entrepreneurs, but we probably don't.
1: Cool, man. I, um, I'm i big into holistic health. I love all types of things, and I'll, I'll hit on some other stuff later there, but my biggest area of expertise is uh, definitely making videos. I absolutely love the process of concepting stuff that is just so ridiculously outside the box um, that just makes you laugh thinking about it and then putting into a script format, assembling a team, finding locations even when that means gorillaing them putting together uh, you know, the the shots scene by scene filming the thing getting it edited and putting it onto the internet and because I've enjoyed doing that so much and had so much success with it a lot of people we actually threw a conference um, a month ago called unconscious content where we were teaching this so I came up with a cool formula called proven and it's spelled P-R-O-H-V-E-N the P stands for patter up R for relator cult O for outcast quo H for humanicate V for villatician E for Excitecate and N for now boarding. And each one of those words carries a very specific meaning that will teach you how to script each scene in your video for your business regardless of what product or service you're trying to sell. So, for example, just uh, the P stands for up, And that's... Uh, you know, I took the word pattern, interrupt, combine them. It's a pattern up. And what is that? That's when you're scrolling down your Facebook feed and something catches your eye for three seconds. And Facebook mutes the audio when, um, you're actually scrolling. So the visual just needs to be so outside of the box so that somebody goes, hold up. I just saw something that isn't a picture of my friends at the bar. It's not someone hiking. It's not somebody's new baby. It's not someone's relationship. Like, hold there's something I need to stop and see here because it was just completely different from the things that you're generally used to seeing. And then as soon as they go into the video, then you hit them with the next letter, you hit them with the next one. And it's this cool formula where you can kind of weave and maneuver, um, throughout somebody's, uh, through somebody's emotions psychologically in a way that allows them to just have such an experience of what they are watching and, um, being able to do that while, uh, building a brand at the same time is is something that's a lot of fun and will create a ridiculously organic snowball um, that once you get a snowball rolling, everything's all about momentum. You just need to catch a wave and then you ride it out to the very end and you jump on the next one.
0: Everything is about momentum. And I love that phrase. And it's so true. If You can get that ball rolling. Everything just gets easier. Fire Nation, you got to ride that wave. Now, Chris, Your passion just comes out when you're talking about things that you're excited about, things that fire you up. And again, as we mentioned multiple times now, you're just a man of many skills. You've done a lot of things and we've kind of touched upon the things that you've done well so far and you've rocked and you've crushed different things. Take us to something that didn't work out. Tell us a story of what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. What happened there?
1: A lot of different ways of being an entrepreneur. You know, an, an entrepreneur to me is just somebody who plays by their own rules. Um, it, sure, it involves business, but there are a lot of different ways that you can go out there and, uh, and you can make money. And I used to be into sports betting, and I started a little business with sports betting with my little brother. And um, one Thanksgiving, when you had the three football games back to back to back, like four years ago, we had a website up where we were picking picks and putting them up publicly. And my brother would make the picks, and he's just a savant when it comes to picking sports. And he went three for three. He called all the spreads correctly. He called all the over-unders correctly, and we put them up there. And it was going really well, and that was kind of us trying to get away from betting it ourselves But uh, we were in the midst of opening up our restaurant in Hollywood. And we were short um, about $20,000 from Mm. being able to close the deal that we needed. And I was pretty tapped out. Didn't have any other ways to make money. So him and I uh, decided to throw down a pretty big bet. And we won $20,000 on one game, which is pretty insane. And then the next weekend, um, the Greed got a hold of – myself and I thought hey why not double down on that and we bet another 20 and lost it so I it was a very good lesson it was the worst feeling in the entire world that was actually what I considered the end of my gambling career this was about 5 years ago now and obviously gambling in itself is not something I advise in any way, and it can be very toxic and, and lead you down a deep rabbit hole. But what it made me realize was the this, how true the saying is of easy come, easy go. And I, I always found myself searching for shortcuts. How can we create a product that's going to get us rich overnight? How are we going to make a bet that's going to do something? I want to make a quick amount of money really quick. And I think that's a lot of things that a lot of um, entrepreneurs just have this misconception of. like You have to be able to put in the time. So easy come, easy go hard to come hard to go and if it's hard to build a business that's sustainable and you put in the time day after day then it can't just get taken down overnight whereas these things that are easy can so that was probably um, the worst I still remember that feeling very clearly and having a conversation with him and the elevator and we were just both kind of in shambles but uh, you know slight tangent to the entrepreneurial (laughs) journey but to me that was part of the grind man There, there are no rules you literally have to play buy your own set. Life is uh, your stage. Life can be looked at as a big video game where you're the character. You get to dress yourself up as you want, try you know, travel to different levels. You face different bosses, you meet new characters and um, you just need to go with the flow. So yeah, man, that's, that's probably that's one of powerful. The
0: and it is just one of those things where once you get going down that waterfall, there's no looking back. Like I'm sure even a few weeks before you were probably like sweating over a game that you were putting a hundred dollars down on. But Hey, once Correct. you put $20,000 on a game and, and you win, there's no going back. There's no, there's no betting a hundred dollars on a game anymore. That's just like, what? I don't even care. It's like you're, you're up to that Next level now, foundation and easy come, easy go. And Chris, I just loved what you said about you know the hard come, hard go. Because for me, like I've always said, how can I build a business that is just a high barrier that people are going to really have to work their arses off? to to come up to my level. Like that's when everybody was saying, John, you're crazy to start a daily podcast. I'm like, I love (laughs) that you're telling me that because that means that it's probably not that easy to do and probably not easy to replicate. So if I can figure out how to get my act together and get the systems and automations down and create a business around a daily podcast, you know, that might be actually a hard thing to replicate. And here I am, you know, 1535 episodes later, like I look around and like there's no competition because it's not easy. So Fire Nation, don't Kind of be scared from building that tough business that's gonna make you put your nose to the grindstone because that means others have to do the same.
1: And if somebody tells you that you're you're crazy, the way that they told you that you're crazy for starting that, that to me is these the very first sign that you're on to something yes. legendary. Yes. If you say something someone goes, You're nuts, that cannot happen, <laughs> then my brain goes, holy the reason that person is saying that their thought process just went, that is so unachievable. The work that would have to go into that is unfathomable. If that person actually executed this entire thing, that would probably be the best thing to ever happen, but it's impossible. But the sheer fact is anything that we're capable of thinking is possible. If we can't think of it, that's when you've reached the realm of impossibility. But if our minds can see it inside of our heads, if you can create a thought to, to create something in your brain, you can project it in onto the dream of life. There's, there's no two ways about that. So if you have an idea in your head and someone tells you you're crazy, that to me is the first two pieces of the formula to creating something very yeah. successful. Yeah.
0: Let's be honest, how many times has Elon Musk heard that in his life? And I'm sure when he hears that he's like, "Sweet. Awesome. Yep. Landing people on Mars. Check. I will do that." Yep. So, Chris, Let's talk about the dollar beer club for a second, because to me, that was an aha moment you had, but I'd love to see how that came into fruition. Like, how did you come up with that idea? Take us through that aha moment and how you are turning that idea into success.
1: Well, actually, I'll go through a a quick aha moment um, that I think is very important to, to share with different entrepreneurs. And that's that when you're a leader, when you're building a team, when you have people behind you. You have to be very careful um, in terms of what information you share with your team, with things that haven't fully come to fruition. Because right when you said Dollar Beard Club and AHA moment, we had um, a sniff in the very beginning where we thought we were going to close a big investment, and everything looked amazing. Uh, you know, We had paperwork going back and forth, and I was like, talking to the team, guys, we have this investment coming in, we're going to do this, that, expand really quickly, and it didn't end up going through. Um, I was super excited to tell everybody, but it made me realize that until the papers are signed, the money's in the bank, regardless of what kind of deal you're looking at, whether it's an investment, bringing on a new employee, an acquisition, um, something cool within the business that's going to fire up your team. Don't talk about it until it happens. You have to contain that excitement within you as a leader so that you don't set false expectations or let people down because that was something that I got over very quickly. And I just thought, hey, we're going to hit the pavement again and keep rolling. But I saw the morale of my team drop in a lot of ways because it's just, you know, it it really took the wind out of their sails. So it's almost gossip to an extent. Before something comes true, just don't talk about it. If you need to involve other people on your team to be able to put together things like, um, you know, financial documents and due diligence and all that, involve who you actually need to. But control your excitement um, and wait until something is completely finished before you share it with everyone. One. So I think that was one of the aha moments on my journey that I thought was important. But with, uh, with that being said, yeah, man, Dollar Beard Club, it's been a, a whirlwind. Basically we started, um, I started growing out my beard about three, actually my beard just turned three on, uh, November 8th is my beard <laughs> birthday.
0: I can see by your Skype photo right now that it looks at least three years old.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's three. I had some trims going on trying okay. to keep it, uh, somewhat civil. I usually, uh, Don't trim it too often. But yeah, man, so we started growing out. I started growing out my beard. Um, It was kind of this brotherhood pact that every guy that joined our crew, and we were working on a bunch of different ventures at the time, all the thing I all the things I just went through between the different businesses. So we didn't even have a dollar beard club. But as one guy joined the crew, it was like, hey, man, this is kind of your dedication to the team. Do you want to grow, join us and grow out your beard? And I always had this thing about it's going to allow you to evolve into a different version of yourself. Uh, a lot of us, when you're presented with the options of yes or no, it's very different than being presented with the option of number one versus number two. So a lot of people have not actually grown out their beard to say, hey, this is what I want or this is what I don't want. They don't realize that they can look differently and that if you look differently and you stop caring about what other people necessarily think of you, you will literally vibrate at a different level. You'll give off different um, sets of energy, a different frequency, and then you'll attract different people. And sure, it, you know, it may not be for everyone. I haven't convinced the whole world to grow their <laughs> beard yet, but- for for me, it was something that worked. It was a sign of dedication that I needed to put in the time and that I, I didn't care about impressing anybody else. It, it was always, how am I going to fit in? What's the latest haircut? What's the latest style? And that I just worried about kind of focusing on you know, the guy in the mirror. And I think when everyone does that, It really allows you to just operate from a place of passion and truth and be yourself. So, yeah, man, one by one, boys joined the crew. We all had beards. They were getting long and out of control. We heard about beard oil. I didn't even know that was a thing three years ago. (laughs) Bought a couple different bottles, 20 bucks for half an ounce, and I couldn't pronounce half the ingredients. And I was like, there's just something not right here why isn't this stuff more affordable and why can't it be clean and have all natural ingredients? So we started formulating our own stuff and realized that it's not that expensive when you work directly with a manufacturer. So we went through a bunch of different, Trials and tribulations, and came out with some phenomenal scents that we really liked. Had about seven different SKUs. Filmed our first video in the warehouse there. We shot that in uh, about 36 hours for $800. And once we launched it, uh, things just went nuts, man. Uh, some, on the same week, actually, that I was on Shark Tank for Coolbox, different business was the same week that we launched all our Beard Club. So fireworks <laughs> kind of exploded yeah. all over the place. Um, but it, it's been a journey, man. We've uh, we did actually just yesterday we hit our we did our 15th uh, million. So we've done over 15 um, million to boost yeah. the sales. Congrats! Thank you, man. I appreciate that. John. Now, quick question and,
0: because like it yeah. seems like your journey is pretty similar in some ways to what Dollar. Or Shave Club was and how they shot their video for very low in the warehouse, etc., etc. Do you foresee any legal battles coming there? And like, have you done anything to protect yourself? Like, that's one thing that I know a lot of my listeners get stressed out about is like, oh my God, what if I name my podcast, you know, blah, blah, blah on fire? Is John going to sue me? And of course I'm not because I have a lot more important things to focus on. But what does that play in your process right now?
1: You nailed it right there, man. What? So I always thought people are so scared to share ideas. If you share, if someone has the ability And the drive and the knowledge to be able to steal your idea, they have a million ideas of their own. If someone doesn't have the ability to steal your idea, then they're not stealing your idea. Then they're not stealing your idea, and you can tell them. So it's very similar to me when it comes to trademarks and patents and all that sort of thing. Um, I think that people will not bother you, will not come after you if they're already crushing it themselves, unless you're doing something that is just completely ripping someone off and you're crushing. And then in that sense, you want to be able to make some changes. But, uh, yeah, for us, uh, we have, we got our, our IP and, um, different trademarks and stuff. Our, our name is very generic, the beard club or dollar beard club, um, dollar shave club. There's, you know, dollar rent a clubs for cars and different things like that. So we weren't really stepping in any territory in that sense, but With that being said, we have a a pretty cool rebrand up our sleeves that um, we're going to be launching out soon that's a a very minor name tweak. I think I kind of slipped up when I was just talking about it there. So we'll kind of keep that (laughs) under the hood in in a way. Well,
0: on that note then, Chris, was this a necessary tweak? I mean, is this something that you had to do?
1: Uh, No, we uh, we wanted to do it because – well, I'll give you a little bit of insight, man. Sure. I guess Dollar Beard Club, when you use the word dollar, um, two things that does. Number one, it puts the thought in your mind that you're going to be selling stuff that's only a buck. It kind of nice. associates you with a, a cheaper feel. And two, um, the dollar is belongs to North America. A lot of other countries use different names for their currencies. So when you can remove that, it's going to really allow us to open the gates internationally – Number one, and allow us to start selling um, some really cool, different products. And we'll always have our, our original oil that sells for a dollar. Um, that's definitely core to who we are. And I think that it's unfair to offer a higher barrier to entry to anyone um, above that because it shouldn't be. You know, our whole thing is making sure every bearded brother, yeah, can afford oil. And everyone's in different scenarios and different situations. So it, it was just a cool combination in that sense of where we're heading with it. And it's it's really going to allow the brand to cool. expand.
0: Well, Fire Nation, we are about to expand into the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to thank our sponsors. Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billy Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI return on investments. For the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com, Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ad campaigns for free. You just cover the shipping. Once you get this flash drive into your computer, you'll have instant access to the ad he used to generate 290 appointment requests for local businesses in 24 hours, the exact ad he used to jumpstart his agency and close close to $10,000 in one day, and dozens of other proven campaigns that he and his clients spent millions of dollars in testing. Visit copyourads.com to take Billie Jean up on this generous offer today. Successful entrepreneurs know how to set and accomplish goals. Those who struggle simply do not. And I have created a step-by-step guide for you to set your number one goal and accomplish that goal in 100 days. Allow me to introduce the Freedom Journal. With over 17,000 sold to date, the Freedom Journal is the world's number one daily journal that will guide you in accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. With daily tasks, nightly recaps, 10-day sprints, and quarterly reviews, you'll knock over that one big domino by day 100 and begin a chain reaction of awesome. To learn more, visit thefreedomjournal.com. Chris, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: Let's do it, brother.
0: <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: My desire to find shortcuts and holding the belief that you can get rich overnight. I chased an entrepreneur for, uh, I chased being an entrepreneur um, to make money. Now I chase it to make a positive difference in other people's lives.
0: What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Never listen to anyone else's advice. Go with your gut, <laughs> listen to yourself.
0: I love that. Gary Vaynerchuk just said that. I was like, you know what? I don't listen to people's advice very often either. What's a personal <laughs> habit that contributes to your success?
1: Pure block. Um, this mushroom extract that I use. I actually just took it before uh, this interview I jumped on and it basically gives you the Energy, the, the concentration that you would get from modern western medicines uh, Adderall and ADD medication and it gives you the energy of coffee with no side effects of other. Um, it is phenomenal the way it allows your brain to work and there are a ton of positive side effects. It easily feeds your cells different things um, that you'll find massive benefits. P-U-R-B-L-A-K uh, you can find it online and diatomaceous earth. It's uh, basically ground up fossil fuels that cleans out your small Intestine and they act like really miniature razor blades that gently sweep the inside mm. of your villi. And your villi are what actually absorb your food. So when you can take that on a daily basis, you'll stay clean, you'll keep food moving through your body, you'll run like a machine.
0: Love all of that. And switching gears to an internet resource you can recommend for us
1: jotsum.com. Uh, J-O-T-S-O-M-E. The name was derived from uh, like jot down some notes, jot down some thoughts. So jot some. And it's this distraction-free text blog that basically doesn't allow you to share videos, doesn't allow you to share pictures, doesn't allow you to tag people, doesn't allow you to put hashtags. And you can make it all completely private. And when you're typing on it, you just choose the color of your background and some really gentle music that you want to listen Mm. to. And it allows you to just completely zone in whether you're writing down a couple notes some ideas you're blogging and then you can make the entire blog private or you can make individual posts private but once you go on Jotsum, um it's it's not good on mobile right now but i use it on uh, desktop and um i've put a lot of buddies onto that and we all just can't get enough of it especially within our crew
0: if you could recommend one book what would it be and why
1: the Mastery of Self by Don Miguel Ruiz. He teaches you to shed your domestications and learn about how who you truly are. A lot of the things that we learn growing up in life come from society. They come from our parents, our friends, our teachers, the environment around us. And we are... We have beliefs instilled upon us that aren't necessarily ours, and that's how you can develop a lot of problems in your childhood, which carry on into your adulthood. So once you read this book, it is – it's mind-blowing, John – Probably that three books The Mastery of Self, uh, Clarity by Jamie Smart, and The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I truly believe that any person that reads those three books, read The Mastery of Self first, will completely transform as a human being, and your journey will just go down a much more positive, enlightening path. Wow.
0: Powerful words. And Chris, listen today on fire, brother, with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: I think the parting piece of guidance is just realize that it's a beautiful time to be alive right now there are a lot of different things going on and problems in the world but it's just like booting up the video game and again you're on a different level but there's this big dandelion ask big ball of warmth in the sky that doesn't charge us for its <laughs> light and it shows up every day to provide its gift and it goes down in one place yet it wakes up in another and never complains or asks for anything in return just like the spider who builds his web and the beaver who builds his damn it's like arrangements of flowers appear wonderfully if they're simply sought out by the seeker and they smell as magnificent magnificent as they sparkle they're made up of peaceful colors of the rainbow rivers and creeks act like angels and to the oceans and lakes and it's just like if you can use your energy to cleanse yourself and and listen to people talk and pass on a smile uh, you know, when when someone smiles at you, receive it, give it back, and it'll just create this positive ripple in the environment. Uh, nothing limits us to our capacity of what we can actually do in this lifetime. And, and if you're an artist, go find your paintbrush. If you're a writer, go find your typewriter. Um, life is nothing more than a dream. And eventually, we'll leave these bodies and return to our natural state. So while you're here, use your free will. And if you're not living a life that you truly enjoy, then... Um, take a second to make a change because the best time to start was yesterday and the second best time to start is today. Write somebody a forgiveness letter, John. I think that a lot of times we, we grow up and we carry relationships that um, that went sour in some form, whether it's a small business deal, something with um, a past relationship, your, your parents, an old teacher, a sibling, a friend. Take 10 minutes to sit down and, and put An actual pen to paper or an email works too. And just, you know, whether you were right or wrong, it's completely irrelevant. And you'll find that when you can forgive somebody or allow forgiveness to come into your life, um, it, it releases something that you didn't realize how heavy it was and yeah. the past is only heavy when you carry it on your back so let it go
0: wow i love these words fire nation why not use that as a call to action why not sit down today and write that letter you know just take the first step don't even commit to sending it right away but write the letter then see how you feel and then hopefully you'll decide to send it because just like chris said this could really release something that's inside of you that you don't even realize you're carrying right now so chris what's the best way that we can connect with you?
1: You can connect with me on uh, my personal website, chrisstoikos.com. I'm starting to heat up my newsletter there and, and yeah. uh, send it out more definitely follow me on Instagram I usually have some pretty fun cool stuff going <laughs> on and try and engage with my fans as much as possible you can check me out at cstoikos that's c-s-t-o-i-k-o-s on Instagram um, if you're interested in the proven method I was talking about uh, you can check out unconsciouscontent.com and that's uh, that name came after the fact that I believe that everything uh, resides in our unconscious mind mm-hmm. and when you can tap into it through things like dry fasting and getting off of food and water for a period of time and meditation and things like that, then, uh, you have the ability to shut, completely shut off, um, the analytical side of your brain and think out of the creative side. And that just, man, ideas come in abundance. Well,
0: on that note, real quick, do you have any like books or anybody that you follow that you really would highly recommend if we're interested in that kind of fasting and getting off of food and meditation thing?
1: The one book that's absolutely phenomenal is called "Return to the Brain of Eden," and it talks all about how our brain was one; it didn't have a left side and a right side. But then, due to fight, um, fight or flight, our brain was forced to split into two, and we started thinking analytically and creatively separately. So, this tells you how to kind of restore your brain back to that. And then, um, dry fasting—man, that's that's something that's I got onto about a year and a half ago, and I was just mind blown when I learned about it. And basically. When you stop drinking water and you stop eating food, your body goes into a starvation mode, which is also survival mode, and you'll start producing mass amounts of HGH, mass amounts of stem cells like your own. You don't need to be injecting stem cells or taking synthetic HGH or any of that crap and your body will go into a rapid healing mode. 90% of our RAM within our brain goes to breaking down food, especially when you don't chew it. People are mixing water when they actually eat their meals with their food. It's like dumping a bottle of water on top of a salad before you eat it. So do your food and your water separately. Chew the out of your food. Chew it 100 times until it's pure mush. We have teeth in our mouth. We don't have teeth in our stomach. You'll take away... all the hard work that has to go on in there so then again when you just completely remove food you give your body a break if you can do a 72 hour dry fast no food no water um, once per quarter you'll find the differences that are made are phenomenal and then you can even live your life one step further and you do intermittent fasting every single day 16 hours a day um, only eat in an 8 hour window and for those other 16 remain completely dry unfortunately there aren't a lot of good resources um, on the internet for that if you search medical dry fast You'll find some cool articles, but I actually found um, a book written by a guy named Dr. filinoff and he wrote an ebook that you can't even purchase. You just have to download the PDF um, somewhere online. I can send that to you, and you can um, yeah, put it on the show notes it to page. your fans if you yeah. want. But basically, this dude wrote a 330-page medical book all on dry fasting and how it's the number one tool that we need to cure any illness, bring ourselves back, give ourselves energy, and just be in a rapid mode of healing. And the spiritual journey you go on and the ideas that you will create when you have nothing inside of your body, and your body is forced to get its water by converting 100 grams of fat into 60 to 70 grams of water, and that water is already coated with your genetic blueprint because it stored it inside of your cells dude, you're in for a very new um, feeling and process.
0: Dude, the- what are you doing for the next four hours? Because I just want to <laughs> talk to you. Like, that's all I want to do.
1: I got quite the day planned ahead, but I'm probably going to pop over to somewhere. I'm going to flip a coin between Vancouver or Boulder right now. Um, I really like Boulder, Colorado. Cool community there in yeah. Vancouver. Our new investors are up in Canada and I'm, I'm from Canada and I love it there. So, going to flip a coin, hop on a Plane fast for the next I got another five hours left in my fast. And then uh, And that's
0: in your daily uh, intermittent sixteen hour fast?
1: Yeah, man. And no one's perfect too, so don't beat yourself up. There are times where I'm traveling and it just makes it really hard, but I always make sure that I fast for a minimum of twelve and um a maximum of sixteen. Yeah, I remember and
0: remember uh, Fire Nation, hopefully you're sleeping for eight of those hours, so it's not def- that bad.
1: Definitely. Don't sleep with an alarm. If you have to wake up for an alarm to somebody To me, that's, you know, a form of slavery, man. It's not natural to wake up to an alarm, go to sleep, figure stuff out and uh, go to sleep in a time where you can just wake up naturally. And I I don't mean for that to sound harsh in any way, but I just know that it's not fun to wake up to an alarm. And when you can shed that by changing your life, you'll notice a ton of differences. So
0: you're trying like three, four, maybe even like five or more days a week to do this dry intermittent fasting where you're eating in an eight hour window. The other 16 hours, you're not eating nor drinking correct. Got it. Chris, I got to go because I got another interview that's right on the heels of this. You, my friend, are amazing. And let me just wrap this up by saying, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with CS and JLD today. So keep (laughs) up the heat. I mean, usually I'm bringing the average up pretty high, but today Chris is just eclipsing me by, by just... Huge numbers, but head over to eofire.com, type Chris. He's promised to send that link over to that ebook, 330 pages. We'll have that on the show notes page. And of course, if you just type the word Chris into the search bar, that's going to pop right up. And Chris, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today and Fire Nation, Chris Stoikos.com. Follow him, C Stoikos. On Instagram, you'll see he's either he's either in Vancouver or Boulder because of his coin flip. And Chris, we salute you, brother, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: JLD, you're a beauty and a legend. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, love everything that uh, we just did. I love the other ones I've listened to. I love your following. This is phenomenal. I'm excited. If anyone who was just listening to this wants to connect, um, also take my email. to It's uh, Chris at DollarBeardClub.com. Um, from time to time, I do one-on-one calls, so if anyone has something that they really want to talk about, hit me up. We can arrange something, and this has just been way too cool to <laughs> not throw cool. that out there.
0: Well, I'm going to say This man, I Fire Nation will be emailing Chris at dollarbeardclub.com. So I hope you take him up on this too. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Take care. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Chris today. And if you are ready to turn your website visitors into leads, visit fireup.co to learn more and sign up for this free service today. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, What's your address? My friend, Billy G, wants to send you something in the mail. It is small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ads campaign for free. That's copyourads.com.